Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Connor. Hey, Brittany. So we talked about this a couple episodes ago that we all have these certain mindsets that that shape, you know, the way we think and feel and view the world. But sometimes these mindsets can actually bring us down and stop us from growing as people and and even in like our careers and in our life. So today I want to talk to you, Connor, and ask, have you ever known somebody who has a really negative mindset about the world? A negative mindset? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I can think of a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, when I was younger, when I was in college, but even now, uh, social, certainly on social media, but I know, I know people personally and, um, I think there's a lot of people out there who often tend to have a very negative perspective on life. How are these people like to deal with? Like, how do you, did you enjoy dealing with people with a negative mindset? Uh, I, I, <laughs> no names. I, I don't, we don't have to mention any names. Yeah, no names. <laughs> I, I don't, it's not fun to be around people who have a negative attitude, especially when you are trying to maintain a positive attitude or, mm-hmm. or, feel productive or have energy. Um, it can be draining, I think, when you're around someone who's trying to bring you down. Maybe maybe they're not trying to bring you down, but that's the effect of, you know, what can happen when you're around someone like that. So yeah, it's not it's not pleasant and it's not enjoyable to to be around them. I think I assume you'd agree with that. Yeah, definitely. And it kind of reminds me of Eeyore, you know, from um Winnie the right. Pooh, who's just a downer all the time. When you're just like, ugh. I can't even like I don't even like this character. I don't even know why he's in the show. So, yeah, it's not only hard to think deal with people who have this negative perspective, but I think it's sad because it seems like they've like trapped themselves in this really negative again mindset that they're living in, which makes it hard to be successful and it makes it hard I think sometimes to make friends, right? Because like you said it it brings you down, but I think I've also and maybe people go through periods of time like I don't know if you've ever felt that you were in that that kind of mindset, but I know I think I was for for a long time. And you just it's kind of addicting, right? You just start thinking it snowballs, as they say. Like you start thinking maybe, oh, like I'm not good at this, I can't do this. And then you stay trapped in that negative mindset until you realize that part of the reason you're not able to be successful is because you've convinced yourself that you you can't be. So Connor, you seem like you are a pretty driven person. I know you and I are both incredibly busy, probably busier than we should be for our own sanity. But do you ever find yourself getting trapped in a negative mindset now or have you ever like when you were a kid or when you were younger? Um, yeah, I think the challenge that I have is sometimes I'll be in a negative mindset without really realizing it or mm. being conscious of it. And uh, so I, I have a friend who has been kind of teaching me some mindset tricks and, and tools. I, I guess they're probably better called tools. And one of them is just a, a kind of a, a, a check-in with yourself. So, you know, once a day, two, three times a day, it's just to pause and say, okay, how am I feeling today? How am I feeling right now? And what happened that produced this type of feeling? Um, and what are some negative thoughts that I have around that? Am I, do I have some negative self-talk? Am I bringing myself down? Do I have anxieties or fears around this? Uh, but then also what are some of the positive things about this that I can recognize? And I've, I've enjoyed kind of playing with that a little bit because, uh, as I said, sometimes I don't really think about this 
until someone else points out like, hey, why are you in a bad mood? And I'm like, I am, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or I'll say, don't tell me I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> but but I, I often don't take notice. But when I've been like pausing to kind of think, OK, how am I how am I feeling right now? Oh, yeah, no, that does bug me. And uh, and let me think about that a little bit. But but then let me focus on some of the positives and almost like recalibrate my brain. Like it's okay to have the negative things because there are negative things to life. It's not that we have to pretend that bad things aren't happening or or that there's no reason to complain or whatever, but to to acknowledge it, right? It's like, okay, here's what's going wrong. Here's what I don't like. But then what are some positive things? And, uh, and, and what are some next steps? What can we productively do that will help us to overcome these uh, negative things to, as you've said, Brittany, you know, get, get yourself busy. Um, and cause, I don't know, I, I feel like when I'm busy, I, I don't sit there and like wallow in my thoughts yeah. and, and woe is me. Like I'd, I'd rather just be out doing stuff and solving problems. And, uh, and so, yeah, I think, I think my, at least my challenge, I may be, you know, unique in this or in the minority, but I feel like sometimes I can just get trapped in, uh, in not really thinking about it and just going through the negativity without pausing to like consciously deal with it and and then kind of move on. I don't know. What what about you? Well, I'm glad you brought that up because the whole point of this episode is not to talk about necessarily the negative mindsets because I think we all have them. It's what you can do to get out of them or to to work with them. So I think what you just said was perfect because um, that's what we're going to talk about today is things we can do to take notice of it and to – I like that you said the word tool – so tools to to help us get out of that because I, I like a few things you said. One thing is that staying busy has always helped me kind of not think about it, but that doesn't mean you don't even if you don't notice it, it could still be there, right? So I think that's that an important. Could be bad, thing. right? If you're yeah. just bottling it up and and burying it down deep. And I think if you're really busy or you know you're stressed with with school or at all the other things you have going on, maybe you do sports and and music and all that, it's very easy. For that to happen. So I want to just talk about and we can have just a conversation about some things that you can do. And the first thing, it's going to sound like I'm telling you all to go to the doctor or something, but it's not. There's something called cognitive behavioral therapy. And that is something that like some doctors use, but it's not, it's a, just a technique. It's like a method of things people can do. And it's a lot like you said, Connor, where it's you, you notice what you're thinking and you start kind of understanding the pattern of it. And one of the things is really funny. You know how girls sometimes have like a hair tie around their wrist in case they want right. to put their hair in a ponytail? Is this something boys know? I don't know. <laughs> well, I yeah, have a daughter. You guys know so that. Yeah, you have a daughter. That's true. Some of you have sisters. Some of you are sisters. So you probably know. So one thing I remember when I was having negative um, just thought patterns, like, oh, I'm not good enough to do this or something. Every time I had a negative thought, my doctor who told me to do this said to flip the the rubber band or you can do a rubber band too it doesn't have to be a hair tie mine was a hair tie because that's what I always have around my wrist and so it was not like hurting myself or anything just to, to remind myself like oh you're thinking that thought because like you said I wouldn't even notice it was happening and then pretty soon you have this one negative thought that spirals into more and more so cognitive behavioral like exercises or things like that where you start noticing what you're doing and try to change that and not try to change it, like force it to be something else, but just saying, like you said, sit with and be like, okay, I'm feeling this way. That's interesting. Why did I just have that thought? And just being very conscious of it is what you would say. So that's one thing that I think is really helpful. And the other you kind of mentioned too, which is not in so many words, but in finding a mentor. And we've talked a lot about mentors in past episodes and how um, beneficial they can be to 
all aspects of your life. I think Connor, you have kind of a mentor coach, don't you, in your life? This is, yeah, I'm a big fan of this. And even for like the teens out there, there's a lot of teen mentors and coaching and, and uh, peer groups that you can join. There's all kinds of stuff, especially online. Uh, but I, I'm a big fan of coaching and both, well, for two reasons. One, I would say is the mentorship. It's great to be around people who are a little bit further than you or even way further than you in, in life and, you know, career and so forth. Um, I'm, I'm a mentor right now to a couple of people and I'm, I meet with them monthly and I, you know, I'm able to help them with their problems or, or be a sounding board. So I think having a mentor who isn't, especially for the kids listening, a mentor who isn't a family member. Right. And That's so interesting. Maybe, Explain that a little bit. Why? Just because, yeah, well, what are the reasonings? We've, we've all been teenagers before. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. those of us who are, are older than teenagers. And, uh, and, and when you're a teenager, you can get a little bit kind of re- rebellious with your parents. Maybe you're kind of not wanting to do everything they tell you. And you start to see them as kind of a, you know, controlling whatever in a lot of families. And, and that's not necessarily a healthy mentorship type of uh, circumstance. Most, most kids grow out of it and have a wonderful you know, relationship with their parents. But what I've seen is that uh, a lot of times, especially during that teen phase, if the teen has other adult mentors in their life, maybe you know, there are people who go to your church or they live in your neighborhood and maybe it's uh, you know, one of your friend's parents. Um, it can be any any adult in your life who uh, who you respect and admire and want to be like in some respect. I've seen teenagers really open up uh, when it's you know it, it's the I remember my mom. I would listen to something that I had like a church leader or someone say, and I'd come home and I'd share this observation. Oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And my mom would roll her eyes and say, "I've said that like eighteen times to you." <laughs> but you had to hear it from someone else. Exactly. But it's when I heard, and now now my wife is the one who rolls her eyes at me uh, for the same thing. So so I think having an outside mentor uh, is super helpful for teenagers. And then another thing that I I think like a mentor or a coach or someone is helpful for is to be kind of a, an accountability buddy, mm-hmm. right? So uh, you may say like, look, I want to really go to the gym and, and get fit and exercise. And, you know, then daily life kind of kicks in. And maybe, you know, your parents or your siblings or friends aren't really encouraging you or holding you accountable. It's nice to have someone in your life who can, who you feel that you need to answer to. And, uh, and they can be that account. It's a great way to really try and improve yourself is to have someone who will, hold you accountable. And I think that's such a great way to change your mindset is having a person like this in your life who can call you out, who who you love and respect enough that, and you have a good enough relationship where they can call you out when you're doing something wrong. And they can say, hey, knock that off. That's, you know, you, you said you didn't want to do that. So, you know, let's get you out of that and, and stop behaving that way. And and someone who can just challenge you like that, um, I think is, is really healthy. So that's why, whether it's a coach or a mentor or even a therapist, you know, you were talking about cognitive behavior therapy. Mm-hmm. Therapists can often serve that role, but just someone in your life who who can uh, be kind of an extra, not a family member, but just an extra voice to help you uh, help you improve. Yeah, absolutely. And um, another good thing you talked about, I think you mentioned just Kind of, you didn't say counting your blessings, but kind of in that that mind or in yeah. that uh, that vein. But so gratitude journaling is something I'm huge on. I do that every day, and it doesn't have to be something big. I'm actually trying to change the way I do that. Where it used to be like, I am you know grateful for this great opportunity I had. I'm grateful for this great friend. But now I say like I think about little things like I'm so grateful for warm towels when I get out of the shower. And that <laughs> sounds silly, but like just like little things that make me happy that you don't think about that maybe 
are so it brings so much joy. Like having having a warm blanket in the winter, like little teeny things, or like when my cat wakes me up with a little teeny meow, like little things like that. It doesn't have to be this big great thing you're thankful for, because I think remembering these tiny little things are so important. And this one's going to be, this little piece of advice is going to sound a little weird, but um, a therapist suggested this to me once. And I think it's, it, it's helping, it's helped me when I needed to get out of the negativity in the very beginning. And that is giving yourself a tiny, tiny amount of time a day to allow the negative thoughts. That doesn't okay. mean like, if you don't remember, don't do it. <laughs> you know, don't be like, oh, I didn't have my negative thoughts today. I need to rearrange my schedule. But if, if you're having a hard time that I was like, my, my doctor's like, you have five minutes a day. If you really can't stop like thinking about it, like give yourself those five minutes, but they're not allowed to go any more than that. Set a timer and then go do a gratitude journal. Then go do something. So it sounds kind of weird, but one of the big things people talk about when you're trying to change your negative mindset is to not pretend that it's not there because you have to address why it is there. And you kind of mentioned that in the beginning when you said you kind of scan yourself and say, all right, why am I feeling this way? And if you don't do that, it's going to be really hard to change because you're not going to understand why you're you're feeling that way. And this next one is cheesy. You can laugh at me, Connor, if you want. But there's these things called affirmations, and I love them, where you just kind of say, like, in the morning, you'll say something like, today's going to be a great day. Or, like, what what do I say? This, again, this is cheesy. I'm well aware. There was one of those, like, cute uh, viral videos a couple years ago about, like, a four-year-old kid talking in the mirror like pumping himself up. You are great. You are awesome. You remember this? (laughs) Yes. And it does work. It really does. (laughs) And even if it's not like you have, because every day I wake up and I say like, today's going to be a great day and I'm so lucky. Does that mean every day is lucky? Does that mean I don't like walk to work and like step my toe and then start like, today's, you know, terrible. No, but it just, at least my first thoughts when I wake up are positive. And that just kind of sets you up for for a better day of success. I think maybe it's maybe well, it's not real, but <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, with this with this mindset stuff, it what's what works for you is what works. Yes, that's so true. if you know there, there's uh, in medicine, there's this thing called placebo effect, where uh, sometimes someone can take a pill that they think is gonna let's say they have a lot of migraines, and so they're given this pill and they're told that this pill will cure their migraines. And, and so they start taking the pill and they come back to their doctor, you know, a couple of weeks later and say, Hey, I, you know, my migraines are way, way better now. Uh, you know, way, way less painful. The, the medicine's working when in fact the medicine is just like a pill full of sugar water or something, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it, it doesn't actually have medicine. And, but, but that, that patient taking the medicine was thinking, um, that the medicine was going to work. And so that thought, that positive thought the mind started changing things in the body and dealing with the migraines somehow. So it's a, a very fascinating part of, of medicine where the power of the mind to affect your body uh, from just a physiological, like a health perspective is, uh, is really profound. So I think that's something that uh, we can keep in mind because you're right. You can start your day positively. It doesn't mean it will you know perfectly go positively, but uh, but it's going to put you, I think, in a much better position to make better choices, to be more creative, to be yeah. kinder to to those around you. Um, and, and I'll just say this maybe to wrap up is I think one of the ones that we haven't talked about yet when it comes to like having a better mindset is to not watch the news. Yep. <laughs> you know, I, I know so many people who will just like be glued to the the, the corporate media, the, the big news channels, and I hesitate to even call them news. It's more like propaganda these days. But 
you know, it's just all doom and gloom and it's bad news and it's criticisms and that stuff affects you. I have people in my life who are just glued to these programs and I, I see like how much it affects their, their mental health and, you know, and, and they're not, they can't do anything about those stories. So they're just like bathing their minds in negativity. Um, and then that's not to say you shouldn't be informed or you shouldn't check in periodically and kind of see what's going on and, and where you need to be involved or, or try and make a difference. That's, that's all great. But, uh, but you know, don't get addicted to it. Don't heavily consume it. Uh, you know, moderation in all things, I guess, because it's important to be informed, but man, if you watch, you know, the media, or even a lot of social media, it can, it can be very taxing on your, your mindset. So you want to, you want to control it. You want to limit it. You want to make sure that you have some guardrails around it and, have that accountability buddy who can say like, Hey man, you've been spending too much time on, you know, social media lately or too much time watching these programs. Let's, uh, let's go exercise. Let's go run or something like that just to, to improve. So hopefully this has been helpful. They've been uh, great thoughts for me to kind of think over and where I can improve. Brittany, great chatting with you as always. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.